Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead. I wanted to take a quick moment to gift you guys something that we did last year. So starting last spring, me and a few of the guys started doing this thing called the Comic Book Club. The Comic Book Club was where we were reading a comic book and discussing it and just giving more information of what you should be reading, what what are things that we could be reading, what we're not reading, and, and why you should go down a route or why not. And we tried to put a charge on it, but it really didn't work out. And then with the unfortunate passing of our dear friend Bama, we just didn't continue it. Um, Life got in the way. We didn't really feel that without Bama being there, it just kind of started to fall apart. He was the heart of that one for us um, and helping me get that started. So with that, I wanted to make sure that you guys had an opportunity to hear the episodes that we had created. And so this is our bonus content from year two. Guys, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, We hope you enjoy this content. Hey guys, welcome to the Comic Book Club. I'm your host, George Halstead, and today we are going to be discussing one of the the more weird titles. It's part of the Elseworlds series with DC Comics called Gotham by Gaslight. I've got Will and Scott with me. Scott, this is your first time with, with the Comic Book Club, so I'm going to start out and ask you just the simple question. What got you into comics, and what is your favorite comic storyline that you've ever read? Okay, so I would say my first introduction to comics would have been like the Sunday morning, like cartoons, like that was the funnies. Yeah, like the funnies. Uh, But I remember there'd be a time where I would walk to our local Dairy Mart and they had the Simpson comics and I started buying those up. So I had like the first issue. Don't have it anymore, which, you know, again, you know, if I could go back in time and say, hey, keep that comic. Don't get rid of it. I corrupt it up. Like, so, yeah. So the Simpsons got me into it. And then I kind of, you know, really didn't get much involved in comics until probably much later in life. Um, as far as comics that I enjoy or storylines, I've really been enjoying the Saga series. I have been following that since that first dropped and have been reading that. Anytime when there's a new issue, I keep reading it and reading it, and it's just been fantastic. So for those um, of I've us also... that don't know what Saga is, like if you could just kind of give a quick, brief discussion, what, yeah. what is that? And, oh. and who, who publishes it? <laughs> and I couldn't even tell you that information, Jordan. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just read it. Well, but, uh, I, I, I got another follow-up question to, with Jordan. Didn't that yeah. just recently come back with an uh, – like, didn't that creative team just finally get back together to release a new issue? I know they're making yes. a big deal about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's basically about uh, two, like a, a husband, a male and a female who are from two different alien races who end up having a kid and they kind of live in a world where that's kind of looked down upon and is and so having a baby's kind of a threat and danger. So it's just kind of a weird like sci fi uh, dystopia story, which is fascinating. Um also like Powers, uh, started reading that comic when I started watching the um, series that they made exclusively when PlayStation had their own studio and then it disbanded. So, oh yeah, that was that a was thing. cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a, yeah. I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> I, I remember Powers though because uh, when I heard they announced that show, because uh, that's Bendis, right? 
Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Bendis. Yep. And then, um, and then re- I just read like the first book of the Wicked and Divine and the Divine. So that's been kind of on my read list now, just trying to catch up with that. So yeah, that's that's it. That's what I'm reading. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, one of the things we love to talk about with Comic Book Club is that we we get into all kinds of crazy stuff. We've talked about Invincible. We talk about your your Batman, your Superman. You get into Civil War. You're getting into all these different like storylines, but then you get into the weird stuff that most people don't even hear of. And like, I don't know that I've ever read a Simpsons comic book, but I'm glad somebody has, because that's, <laughs> that's more conversation that we can have. And yeah, it's Jordan, really go have up. a cow, man. Come on, dude, get, get with it. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just, I think those are the fun conversations we get to have. And so we're going to go ahead and dive right into this. So with Gotham by gaslight, what did you guys think of this story? Uh, we're we're going to focus today more on, the first part with the Jack the Ripper story, not the continuation. Uh, well, what'd you, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, so I, I've always heard like everybody like really over, I'll just say like, I know we're not at the part where we recommend yet. And it's like way further down the line, but like, I, I'm kind of like mid on it. Like it's a solid story. I just think a lot of people have really overhyped it. And also I have the, um, uh, knowledge now from watching the animated feature first years ago yeah. before this uh where i think they kind of I, I just have that in the back of my mind uh i think mike Man- magnolia uh i'm sorry if i butchered that for once i'm butcher- butchering the names jordan is it opposite day what's going on here i'm kidding man <laughs> uh I, I know i know he's like the big hellboy creator uh or art artist for that so seeing some of his artwork here it looks very silver golden age like it looks straight from back in the day so it, it works even better with this uh, almost uh french 1800s storyline i just remember when i was catching up on it uh this week i was like oh wow like this uh, why is this guy not working more but hellboy and all of his other obligations it, it was a solid book and uh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty brief thoughts there scott what are your thoughts uh yeah, I, I think, you know, when we always, I think about when Batman was first introduced and he was kind of what, like talked about as, you know, the world's greatest detective. So I kind of like the idea of what do you do when you have the world's greatest detective with one of the world's infamous serial killers, yeah. someone who they still don't know who it is. It's still a bunch of theories. Um, so it's kind of like putting, pitting those two characters together. And I think that concept alone is worth a read to see, okay, you know, how does, how does this mesh? And I think that's kind of, uh, and I think that's kind of the um, allure to the story. Yeah. I think, you know, when you look at most Batman stories, you've got two sides of the same coin. You've got, you know, you're good and, and more straightforward with Batman. And then you've got your backwards crazy dude being the Joker where this one, instead of being the Joker, you switched out and it was like the greatest detective versus the most notorious killer. Like this guy, I mean, people, like you said, people don't know. And I think it's really funny because like, even today we're finding out, like you could go in and look at the DNA of the tomb of the unknown soldier guys. And you can figure that kind of stuff out through DNA testing. You can, you can look at records. You can go through all that where you go in and you look at Jack the Ripper and you, you really don't know. It's kind of that whole, you know, one or two people can keep a secret if one of them is dead i'm like i'm pretty sure he like worked that one through and to put him in this comic book that was a really unique story and i like where they went and i like that because there's another uh big batman comic called batman hush and when they did the the batman hush animated version they switched hush into the riddler 
right, Will? Yes, yes. He wasn't originally, it, it wasn't Riddler as Hush in the comics, right? Right, right. Uh, though yeah. Riddler did help Hush, so I think rather than just make that thing longer, they just like, oh, hey, let's not split ends here. Yeah. Just make it Riddler. And I'm really grateful that they didn't make like Jack the Ripper, like the Riddler in, the, in that series. Like that they didn't try and like figure out it to be one of the comic book characters. Like this character was someone who was kind of already established in this book. And it wasn't like, oh, it's the Penguiners. And, and his whole focus was on Jack the Ripper instead of like where you've got like the long Halloween and he's got like 20 villains he's got to take care of. And like you don't have all these other pieces. Yeah, it was I'm, solely I'm focused on that. I'm actually really proud that they had some restraint with that too because I think this is like only one. Uh, I just – when we do some of these, if, if it's a story I'm not familiar with, I try to do a little bit more research post-reading yeah, slash pre-reading. One, this is the first Elseworlds story ever, which I did not know that. I thought like we were still – I thought Elseworlds was just an ongoing thing they had since like the 80s or 70s. First one apparently. Um, and uh, two, like this is only a couple years out from the Batman movie. They had the – they had it right there on a silver platter for them to easily make this guy, uh, make Jack the Ripper, Jack Napier or something like that. If they really wanted yeah. to pull off the Jack Nicholson movie and they were like, Nope, it's uh, similar to the podcast. We can, we can spoil who it is. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 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 Uncle Jake over here. Yeah. And it, and the animated feature um, it's spoiler for that animated feature. It's a, uh, I don't know. Scott's looking at me like he hasn't seen it, but um, should, should, should I hold off on that one? Should I hold off? No, on go, ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Right, it's it's Commissioner Gordon, if I'm not mistaken. It's been yeah. a couple of years, but I, I I didn't expect that, so I was kind of going into it thinking like, oh, it's gonna be him or someone else. But uh, I was like, oh, well, oh, okay. <laughs> and with the way that the book, because I know that they take a few of those liberties and they'll change it for the the uh, animated adaptations, and to see having like Commissioner Gordon the role that he had, I was like, okay, when is Commissioner Gordon gonna change? When he's gonna change? And then I'm like, oh. Okay, so he he wasn't the killer. Like I was expecting, yeah. I I didn't realize they made that I, change. I was uh uh very uh awestruck though that they made him Teddy Roosevelt though in this in his drawings. He kind of looks like yeah, he did look <laughs> like Teddy Roosevelt. Am I the only one who, who thought that? <laughs> no, yeah. I I I love that. That was great. I I was like he looks oddly familiar. So, did you guys like how they handled Jack the Ripper? Well, you kind of started talking into that, yeah. that, they, that that restraint. So, Scott, what were your thoughts on the fact that they used Jack the Ripper and how they used him? And, you know, if you didn't like it, how would you have changed it? Um, Again, this is like my first time reading it. So, you know, just kind of going in blind. I mean, I thought they did a good job of kind of really and not necessarily, you know, it's the idea of trying to get Jack the Ripper and then trying to see how. Bruce Wayne gets framed and and kind of goes to Arkham and, and you know you're kind of like okay and here, here he is still trying to figure out the mystery why he's in Arkham and trying to figure you know again trying to figure out who Jack the Ripper is and able to figure it out and able to you know to catch the guy so it's like oh okay you know that's that's pretty cool so I thought it, I thought the way it I think the way it moved was pretty well yeah I liked the fact that he was in the jail cell still trying to figure it out. And they're like, you are two days from death row. You're one day from death row. And then Alfred comes in and just happens to switch him. I was like, that was kind of cool. That was that was a way to, to I, see that. I don't know if this was meant to be funny in the book at one point, though, uh, when he's trying to get off. And I mean, obviously, Uncle Jake messed up purposefully to make sure he was still um, um, 
uh, guilty and all that, but he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all good. Like we got one of the best lawyers ever. My father paid for all of his schooling. And then the next like panel or two is like, oh, Bruce Wayne is is set to be uh, murdered. And all that. I'm just like, what? Like, I I just had like a slight chuckle. Maybe that was just me, my reading interpretation of it. But I was just like, uh, uh, if this were a comedy right now, this would be too funny. (laughs) So did you guys like the way that Bruce was portrayed in this series or in this, this small story? Did you like, cause it, it felt a little different than how he typically is portrayed in comics. And uh, this goes back to the, the, the greatest detective. This goes back to more of an Elizabethan era. What were you guys thoughts on Bruce? And especially with his interactions with uncle Jake and Alfred and, and commissioner Gordon and how he handled each, each relationship. What were you guys thoughts on that? Mm got scratching his head here so it's kind of like <laughs> i need to take over right no or, no i mean I, I know i think i think it was good again you know i think that the interactions were great plus i mean when you think about kind of that era you know everything was so proper and everything was so kind of you know very high society in some ways yeah. so even just the interactions and just kind of the 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 playfulness and everything it, it you know it, it felt very authentic to the time you know one of the things and and will and and mike got to run the batman podcast a few weeks back yeah, we and, did and i just saw the batman right as soon finally, as it came out finally brief thoughts brief thoughts <laughs> well and, and not to get into the movie but just you know every time we get a new batman film we see a different version of bruce we see a different version of batman and we see how everybody's and typically in comics he's been fairly frequently like the same like it's you don't see too much change there's i mean they did the the run with like new 52 and then rebirth and those were pretty similar batmans and and you saw the same guys kind of help writing them i mean there's there's some changes that happen but when you see in movies you have very different styles i mean the the christian bale batman versus the ben affleck batman versus the robert pattinson batman each of their bruce waynes and their batmans are different uh, to some degree, and some of them are a little bit more close. And and with this one, it felt very different. But I think he played well to the time frame that they were writing him. If that makes sense, like he didn't feel like the normal Bruce and the normal Batman that we're used to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because every time I read Batman, it's like uh, Batman or Dark Knight. I don't typically read detective comics, and so to kind of see how his mind was working in this one and being more detective mm-hmm. style which kind of went to the Robert Pattinson Batman with, with the Batman had a little bit more of that detective feel, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll take it from there with my thoughts on Bruce, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought he was portrayed and characterized pretty well. I mean, just, I mean, I, we've seen, so, like, like you said, so many interpretations of it, uh, of Bruce, like, and I, I mean, I could easily see this one, hanging out with Sherlock Holmes or some Charles Dickens characters. If we, re- if we really want to go oh, that yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, maybe, well, maybe uh, Lin-Manuel he, Miranda can go ahead. Go ahead. He was with Sherlock Holmes at one point. He was like at, at the oh, very shoot. beginning. <laughs> like he was actually like, there. there's like one, one whole page where he's like talking with Sherlock and he's like, you know, I learned from the greatest. And like, he kind of, kind of says, you know, I learned from the best. And, and he's like, give you a few more years and you'll be better than me kind of like that they're they're influencing mm. each other it kind of made me think the batman the brave and the bold yes remember there that? was an episode where they yeah. did that one when yes, they do yes. that i'm like i felt so much like they had to have pulled some of the material from this book for that scene absolutely i wow sorry it was like a <laughs> no you're good you're good yeah 
well, well, I guess even playing off that, maybe even uh, you guys familiar with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like all the, yeah. all the literary characters. Just I could see this Bruce hanging out with even more literary characters. It, it would be maybe like really far fetched, but like let's see him hang out with a vampire, not Morbius, God forbid. Yes, I think you nailed it. Um, like maybe Dracula Stop or it. like uh, Doctor Frankenstein, stuff and stuff like that. It, I, I, that's just me though. Uh, I, I think this characterization was fine. I fine. Hang out with Jane Austen, you know. Why not? Why not? I hang out with uh, Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> Mr. Darcy. Or Mr. Darcy. Some little women f- while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> little women. Oh my yeah. <laughs> Pride, prejudice, and zombies. Just knock it all out. There you go. Um, what were you guys' thoughts on the art style for this? You know, it wasn't your typical, normal kind of art style with it. It was, it was a little bit different. It gave that older feel. Because this is yeah, what it, is this a eighties nineties book? Uh, early nineties. Uh, early nineties. I think. Okay, so well, I you, think. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I was thinking about the art style, and it reminded me, like I said, I, I used to read the funnies all the time, and it reminded me of the Prince Valiant. Okay. Film like like the like the little like com- strips, and you know that's supposed to take place in like a very like medieval kind of thing, and just the art style, like just opening up and reading through Gotham by Gaslight that really took me back to that art style so even though different time periods in Prince Valiant it it was still like okay it's kind of a throwback so they're kind of using this art style to kind of play homage to like a throwback comic which again I think kind of kind of helps set the tone as far as the setting and everything by going that direction with its art style oh absolutely Mm -hmm. What about you, Will? Uh, I, I mean, I kind of touched on it a little bit, like it, that it did kind of look super old school. And like, I, I'm not, like uh, like I was saying, I was not familiar with Mike Mignoli's workout. So I don't know if he typically does this or if it was just what he wanted to do for this book so he could like give it its own feel, like it, like its own, almost treat it like a Batman storybook. I'm like, mm, back in the 1800s, here's Batman uh, solving the murder of Jack the Ripper uh, over here. Yeah. I, I've been doing that voice a lot lately. I don't know what, I don't know if I'm just morphing into a, a Conan by night over here or, <laughs> or what, but like, his style's great and it, like i'm kind of intrigued to want to check out hellboy a little bit and just see more of his work because uh, when i was doing more research i guess magnolia was just he was doing a lot in this era and i think he maybe even did some regular batman on top of this so uh, okay. I, I, I i like it and I, I made my joke about teddy roosevelt uh, commissioner gordon hilarious looking i was just like huh robin williams could have played this version if we really wanted well, I think I think what's really cool about this specific art style is it definitely played into the whole era. Like it felt very like I was watching what was going on during that time frame with like because I mean when you go and you watch any type of films like I was recently watching um what was it? It was uh Indiana Jones Raider of the Lost Ark and I noticed that certain filming could have been different had it been played uh today. And so just trying to figure out each piece as it happens, I'm like, you know, it would have been would have been different, but I like how it made me feel just reading it and being like, oh, wow, this is really good, like for the time frame. So that was just something I really enjoyed. I liked how they made it their own with a specific type of art style. Now, yeah. did you guys feel like any characters could have progressed this story further or um or, or maybe would have just like enhanced it in certain aspects. Like, because we, we talked about how this storyline didn't really branch out past a very select set of characters and, and they, they reined themselves in a lot. Do you think that characters like maybe Robin, Catwoman, Riddler, 
uh, maybe Maroney, Falcone, Penguin, Joker, anybody. Is there anybody specific that you think would have enhanced this kind of story? Uh, no. Like, I mean, again, um, again, my opinion is, you know, when you're putting the world's greatest detective against the world's most notorious serial killer, I think that's kind of the thread. That's that's the meat. That's the that's the continuum that makes things interesting. Even if you had a, you know, a Dick Grayson or or a Selena Kyle in there, it wasn't really I don't think it was going to add much to the vibe or the feel of the narrative of the story. I mean, it might be like a good like throwback, like, oh, hey, here's this person. Or you kind of you kind of go, oh, oh, okay, that makes sense. But, you know, I think they would just kind of almost be throwaway characters. I don't think they would really add anything to the actual story. Yeah, no, I I, I can see where you're coming up from that. Well, what about you, bud? Uh, Well, with my uh, having watched the animated feature, uh, I think having like a uh, Selena Kyle would have would have went leaps and bounds better or just wait I, I, I'm remembering the more even more from the animated because I really I think I'm really biased and I should just have never watched the animated one now because I remember that there's or no because no because the animated one's good but I am constantly comparing it to that and I know just like with like even like live action movie adaptations like with every all these versions of batman are just books uh and all that i remember there's a bunch of orphans who are essentially the robins and the fact they were able to do that in this i would have liked a sequel to see like uh maybe like the wayne foundation like a small wayne foundation orphanage for, uh, house for young boys where he teaches them like how to protect people and then they wear like pseudo versions of their costumes uh kind of like, like a like an early we are robin kind of thing yeah that or one, I, I'm s- sad they never made this a manga or whatever, but I love Batman Ninja. That one is just so off the world. We need to have a podcast about that one at some point. <laughs> it's it's my, one of my favorites. But even Selena Kyle, I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, she's she's a prostitute in, in the movie, right? Yeah. All right. So, like, we even have that angle, like, where they had that love story and he's kind of got to use her similar to the movie the batman just kind of like keep an eye on her protect his love but also uh she, she's also in more peril so there's more stakes in it that i think that would have made it solid that that's just me though i mean we already had harvey dent in there too uh so I, yeah yeah having harvey dent that that's why i didn't say two-face because i was like he's already in there um yeah. i think that this book like the story i felt like was too short because they added all the extra crap but and yes, I say crap because I didn't like the extra storyline that came with this book. Mm. But with the Jack the Ripper story, had it been like kind of like Red Sun Superman, had it been three issues, like long issues and built this small story and you would have gone in and really had to try and like do a detective, like as you're reading it, trying to figure it out as you go. And like they would have laid clues and been like, all right, here's Selena Kyle. And she's going to be more that that prostitute kind of feel. And like he's kind of falling in love with her. But she's like. Because you've got the world's greatest detective, and like Scott was saying, you go in and you have this amazing storyline because it's greatest detective versus world's greatest killer, and that's that's your meat. But if you say like Batman's the world's greatest detective, and you can get his mind off of off the killer just for like a minute with Selena, and you see a few more spikes in the killings, and then he's like, no, I, I got to stop with you because I got to focus on him because, and then the sl- the killings slow down because he realizes, hey, he might be on to me. I got to slow it down. And like that back and forth, that play, I feel like you could have extended the story a little bit more. Well, even well, even with that, like even just, you know, thinking, because, again, Jack the Ripper really he killed. I mean, really, he was killing prostitutes. So even yeah. if you have Selena Kyle in that role, there's a 
there's an angle right there. Like when do you get to the point when that's kind of could be like the climax right there where now Batman's confronting Jack the Ripper and Selena Kyle's in the middle. Yeah. And I I think that they could have gone some of those routes and I mean, they didn't. And this was a 90 story. I think if they were to revisit that storyline and redo, it would look a little quite a bit different because you've got people i mean hindsight's 2020 you can you can go back and be like i would have done it this way i would have done it this way but yeah in reality i think that's where it goes so speaking of red sun superman how do you feel that this book competes with titles like red sun superman i mean red sun superman we've talked about on nerd talk and 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 part of this a little bit just with you know this is one of my favorite stories and i don't care for superman but a very self-contained story three big issues do you think that this story could have competed if it was longer? Do you think it competes on its own already? Like, what are your thoughts? I, 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 can, I can take it if you want, Scott. <laughs> Go ahead. I have All no right. thoughts. <laughs> All right. No thoughts. Oh, man. Uh, I was just say, I know this isn't like directly answering your question, but if there is, if we don't do Gotham by Gaslight, Red Sun Superman technically doesn't exist down the road. Or maybe, or maybe we don't get Red Sun Superman until maybe now. Or th- yeah, because this is the first Ellsworth story. So I think, so I, I, I'm trying to have that in the back of my mind going like, this is the first one. Like it wasn't going to be a hundred percent perfect. Like, like I understand, I, I, as you mentioned at the top, like, and as in our talks before this, like you, you didn't like it. I mean, it was their first shot trying something new like this and doing all these Elseworlds tales. I mean, they, they, they did sillier stuff in the silver age, I believe, like making the bat baby and bat woman and bat girl, like, and all that uh, in, in this, in the comics. But I, I think if they had the mindset that they do now about comics and had a three issue miniseries and they said like, okay, uh, first issue uh, is going to be a, an extended thick copy. It's going to be the Jack the Ripper story. Two is going to be uh, some stuff with, uh, with uh, or maybe like a mystery in the Titanic or something, or like a, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, a death, death in the Nile like mystery over here. And then number three over here will be like some other like, one of the, like his final mysteries he ever solved or where him and Sherlock get to team up uh, for real for the issue yeah. as the finale. If they, if they had something like that in place and then like we pass on the, the mantle to the, like Dick Grayson or like a young Damien or something now that there's so much rich history with Batman. I think that would have been fine. Uh, but I'm comparing to Red Sun Superman. I, I mean, I think they're just so different that it's kind of hard to even answer your question there, but I, I do think Red Sun Superman is superior to, to answer the question. Unfortunately, having having found out that this is the original Elseworlds, I don't think that I can say that like my my answer holds up the same way I thought it did a couple days ago when I wrote these questions. (laughs) Like I I remember sitting back, I was like, I just feel like this was a poor story. But now knowing that this was the first like, look at where we've come from our first podcast episode over a year ago. And you go and see like we sucked at the very beginning and like we're finding our strides. And you, you didn't have me yet. That's why. Yeah, well, we we go through and, and, you know, we have a little bit more fun. And now we're having the comic book club and we're adding different pieces. We've got a thousand followers on our TikTok. We're we're starting to do some collabs with other other artists and things like that. And so when we get into these things, it's like you, you have to start somewhere. And like you said, those are two totally different worlds. And I didn't think about that. Um when this when i was writing this because i didn't know that hey these this was the first one and clearly the first one's not going to be near as good as as future ones and so yeah i i don't know that i can say that like i want to compare them anymore because like this is this is just the the stepping stone that helped create the elseworlds projects and and getting us into a lot further so 
So my last question as we kind of wrap this episode up, I know this is a shorter episode, but you know, would you recommend this book? Like not necessarily the full book, not the full story, but just the Jack the Ripper story. And then let's go one step further and say, Will, because I know that you've watched the video, me and you, would we recommend the video? So that way for anybody who may want to watch the animated edition, because I don't know if Scott's seen it yet. So we'll start with Scott on the on the book. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, if we're just talking about the Jack the Ripper part, um, yeah, I'd say it'd be something to look at but at the same time you're gonna if someone happens to check it out they're gonna read that second story which is like it's like a waste of our time it is it's a waste of your time and it's like you just paid something where you have an extreme high of a very good story at the beginning right at the gate and then you have like this most disappointing you know it's the sequel we didn't ask for (laughs) yeah it's like oh thanks it's like thanks for this it's like oh well here we can't justify the price tag for this comic book with just this one story. So we're just going to throw in a random one that has, eh, <laughs> it's pretty much like, I feel. It's I've kind of like the sequel group- series of star Wars, right? You, you're like, we liked episode seven. Didn't like eight or uh, nine, but. Oh, oh <laughs> it's, it's just because I said more BS. Oh man. Uh, you, come on, come on over here. I can't wait till we talk about those one day, man. Uh, ooh, I can't wait till we did it cross. Oh, for real. For real, they'll be soon. <laughs> Who cross guard lightsabers coming out, man? I gotta defend it, their honor. All right, so since I only read the first one because that's <laughs> I saw Gotham by Gaslight, yes, I would absolutely recommend that one. <laughs> I, I, I am intrigued to read the second one because you guys are talking about so high, but I, I think I would say it, Will's gonna come back at the end and be like, no, guys, I really think this was a solid movie. Like, you guys, you guys hate on it way too much. What Morbius? Never, never. And I, I, Jordan, I'd have to be like on cocaine or heroin, maybe, to to say that statement. Uh, wow. Uh, anyway, um, for the comic, for the comic. Uh, 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 sorry, uh, real, real tangent before I get my thoughts. We're in rare comic. form tonight. We are in rare form. Well, because Jordan, I just listened back to the podcast and uh, the me and Micah one. I was like, I'll, I didn't think I was that harsh about Morbius. Brought it up a few times. Then I listened to our Morbius episode. I'm just like, oh man. Oh, you not- were brutal. Like when when he said that there was a knockout drag out fight. Yeah, no, it was the gloves came off, and I thought like I was gonna walk in and be ready to pound on you guys. Oh no, I took a beating in that yes, episode. Yes, you did. You poor thing. Do you need a, like a steak to put on your eyes, man? Dude, <laughs> listen, I I took crutches into work the next day. <laughs> all right. With all of that out of the way, the comic, the first issue. Yes, I'd recommend that. I, I maybe I'll come back on the second one for maybe one of our recommends and say what I thought about it at that point. And you won't recommend it. I promise you won't recommend. Oh, probably, it. Probably, probably not. Probably not. But regardless, <laughs> uh, I think. It just was way overhyped for me. I just kind of, kind of like how Die Hard and some other action movies from the '80s and '90s, like, oh, dude, you gotta see it. it's the best movie ever. I think about like, oh, the bike gas like, yeah, if you got some time, grab the issue. It's pretty solid. That, that's that's my recommend for it. For the animated feature, I think it, they expand more on what we were just talking about in this episode of stuff we would have maybe liked to see if they redid some of it, and they they even t- do some twists and turns. Hopefully you've watched it before you've listened to this because I've spoiled like the biggest crucial thing about it. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a solid watch. I would recommend it. Uh, I know some people don't like when they change everything. Oh, it's not like the comic, but uh, I think they did some solid changes there and it's mercifully short. And I know a lot of people don't like to read. So I think people would probably go to that for that best. 
Yeah, you know, for me, when I look at... Reading <laughs> Yeah. Well, reading Agreed. This, reading this book, I think that the first one, the first issue is really good. And the fact that they took an entire hour and a half and created this really good movie out of it from just one issue, like, that was awesome. But, again, I didn't care for the second and, th- like, second, third issue, whatever was like the the follow-up i didn't care for it but the first issue i would think i would say kind of like you you said well if you've got some time it's definitely worth a read it's not something that i would go in and be like you have to go read this right now it's it's no civil war it's no planet hulk it's no like green lantern literally any run um because i i've <laughs> i've not been upset with hardly anything green lantern. Uh, i don't know man that that new one uh that new run uh post uh de- death metal i was not a fan of <laughs> so i i've not stayed current with green lantern with like the teen lantern and all that i've i think i got through half of season two but we'll get to that stuff later but i just yeah, another day <laughs> i really i really like the the storyline i think that this is a good recommendation and so for that i think that this book is one that if you get a chance read it if not it's not like it's the end of the world for you. Like, like it, it has no bigger impact on the future of the, the DC universe. So, guys, well, thank you so much for being a part of that episode. We are having a ton of fun with Comic Book Club. And all of our listeners, if you haven't checked out our normal nerd talk, we encourage you to go check that one out. And yep. you can check us out on TikTok. And, you know, we do some stuff on Facebook and Instagram, but it's not as heavy as our TikTok channel. We're on that pretty much every day. And so we encourage you guys to follow us and like, subscribe, and we will catch you guys next time here on the Comic Book Club. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around. This is our weekly roundup where Will and I discuss what we're currently reading. So Will, you know, what are you reading right now? Oh, well, what are we going to read? I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, I <laughs> am uh, currently reading What If Miles Morales. They're doing a whole series of just like what if things with Miles because, of course, it, I think they just celebrated the 10... 10- one, we're old, Jordan. This kid, Miles Morales is ten years old officially. Uh, I mean, I remember he's the, when he was w- first brought onto the scene. So yeah, oh, oh man. Well, I was a lucky bee and worked at uh, Hastings. This I know we. we oh yeah. I, I, he, oh he, yeah. He, yeah. So anyone who listens to our podcast that's either on the West Coast or from the few Midwest locations. <laughs> We, we had one. We were lucky, and you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. But I was a manager there, so I used to grab like some of the first issues of that. So I have Ultimate Fallout 4 in his, in his first poly bag to uh, wow. appearance. Uh, so I have a bunch of those. I mean, I opened it because I want to. I'm, I'm not just going to. I mean, yes, I'm a collector, but I want to hold it. But you asked me what I'm reading currently, not what I'm currently holding. But uh, in the first What If title, they, of course, made it my boy. What if Miles Morales became Captain America? And I, I do like what they're what they did with it like it I mean it's very very similar to his own origins uh, i mean his uncle uh uncle miles the prowler uh, instead of stealing a spider from oscorp has now the super soldier serum uh and there was some training there was a that. lot of similarities to it yeah oh yeah like so let's origin isn't too crazy but what, i think one thing that differentiates though is that there may be setting up for like a, a miles universe crossover at the end of this because he's after some crystal or something 
uh, with some of the bad guys. Yeah, and he, I, I noticed it. that. Yeah. Well, because the next one, the next issue, because it doesn't continue on this as far as we know, I haven't grabbed it yet, but is what if Miles Morales became Wolverine, which I'm curious how they're going to differentiate that because uh, Wolverine's got a tragic backstory. But with the Cap story, him and his uh, girlfriend from the comics, Starling, also now being his Captain America Falcon over here. Chef's kiss. I that love was it. They're cool. so cute. And just seeing Miles be, be, get to be Cap. I'm like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't Brooklyn be the next Brooklyn kid over here? Why not? It, it was a solid read. I love some of the artwork. Uh, you bet your butt I will grab all the variants of this because I have no self-control over here. But it was a good book. What about you, Jordan? What, what, did, what did you read? You know, currently I am working on Daredevil, the 2015 run. It has been amazing. I've recently been getting back into it. It was a series that ran like eight books, I believe. And so I'm about four books in, but, you know, this was a, a fun way to bring Daredevil back. And they did this series called Back in Black. And so Daredevil was running in and uh, he had a sidekick that literally, like, took batteries and created a suit that goes invisible. And was so that blind spot by chance. Yeah. yeah. OK, um, uh, I think I, I think I read a, I, I checked I think in here and there. I think that's his name is blind spot. And so they did their thing and just the the uniform like. I appreciate that Daredevil's in a full red for most of his stuff, but the whole black with red accents really just grabbed my attention. I was like, man, I really like this. And for the first five of the eight volumes, he's in that suit. And so they end up going through that, and by the sixth uh, volume, they're going to get and set up Mayor Fisk, which goes into another series that I'm reading that we'll talk about later. But, you know, this is... It's a great book series. I absolutely love it. I recommend it. 10 out of 10 for me. I don't give the 10 very often out of stuff. Ooh, and that's so high this, praise, man. And that was, yeah. uh, what, it's not Zadarsky. Who, who was the writer at that point? Um, that one was, I got to remember his name. Uh, uh, Jason, you, I want to say Jason Aaron. Too, but <laughs> I think everybody's had like a long run on it. You know, a lot of people were on, on things. So that one was uh, Charles Soule. Charles Soul, that's who it was. Yeah. Okay. Charles Soul was on this one and he ran it for one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, it looks like he actually ran all eight. Um, and so yeah, I mean it's it's been fun. They have like a character who has ten fingers on one hand, and he's like the cult leader of the ten fingers or whatever. Like it, it was one of those it's like ten rings on ten fingers and like this guy's hand was just it, huge it was weird i mean it's the marvel universe uh, i'm not surprised I, oh, that's, yeah. not the, that's not the strangest thing that, that's happened yeah. in our universe oh yeah so. so with that you know i think that this is a great book and electra shows up and they've got some big setups that help build into the daredevil side of the marvel universe and it's been really really good i've enjoyed it so that's my recommendation guys this has been our recommendations in the weekly roundup so we will catch you guys next time on the comic book club